Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yes, indeed, it is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We're live from the Fox Sports Radio studios on a Worship Wednesday. And you can follow us on social media. I'm at Chris underscore Broussard on Twitter. Chris Broussard 68 on Instagram. Rob is at Rob Parker FSR on the gram. We got James Hasty, former Pro Bowl cornerback and the founder of NNJ, and he has come up with an algorithm that he believes can help the NFL solve its uh, problem in hiring African-Americans and other people of color into front office and coaching positions. We should say head coaching positions. And so we'll talk to him at the bottom of the hour and see what he thinks about this whole Brian Flores, Flores lawsuit. But uh, Rob G, we're going to bring Rob G in because he had an interesting theory uh, about black coaches in the NFL. I ha- I haven't heard it anywhere other than Rob G. Every mouth. once in a while, Rob G, you know what? He comes up with something that's worthy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Every blue you know moon. what, Rob? <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. That's why I never missed the Inside the Parker podcast. Oh, wow. <laughs> and you know what? Speaking of that, Rob G, Inside the Parker drops tomorrow. That's right. Off-season Shameless edition. plug. I set you That's up for right. that one. I, I threw the nice. lob. I knew you were going to finish it. Uh, but, yeah, so we were talking before the show about this uh, Brian Flores situation, also talking about what Hugh Jackson said about with the Cleveland Browns. And we're trying to pick interesting angles and things that maybe were not being discussed ad nauseum on other shows. This has obviously right. been the biggest story, not and just in sports. We don't want sports. to do what everybody else is doing. Right, not just in sports, but in you know mainstream news as well. It was on CBS this morning. Yep. And one of the things I brought up to you guys was the idea that not only is it difficult for minority coaches to get hired in the NFL for head jobs, but it seems like if and when they do get hired, they're getting positions that are very bad teams, and they're being used, for lack of a better word, to build up a really bad roster, a really bad team, but are never given the time to see it all the way through. And the example I brought up was Hugh Jackson in Cleveland. You know, he had one win in two seasons. Their team was terrible. There was no way they around got it. Picks, they got right? a bunch they of picks, a bunch cleared of picks. up their salary cap situation. Yep. As soon as they get all of that squared away, he gets fired. So that the next coach can reap the benefits. Steve Wilkes in Arizona got one season. Yep. They took Josh Rosen with the 10th overall pick. Obviously, they didn't work out. But rather than give him the opportunity to feel it out with the next guy, which would have been Kyler Murray, or let him build from there, they fire him immediately and give Cliff Kingsbury the number one overall pick and a much better quarterback prospect than Kyler Murray. So no I just doubt. wanted to get that, your guys' an... opinion on that whole uh, narrative that I brought forward. Well, Rob, when, when Rob G. first shared this with me earlier today, I, 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 you know, I thought, no, no, 
there I, I don't see that. And then I began to think about guys. And while I don't think there's this grand conspiracy, let's hire black coaches, you know, and not give them a chance. Um, there are there is a lot of like circumstantial evidence for what he's saying. I'm not saying I'm totally buying it, but he brought up some good examples. And, you know, the the Cully, the same thing, David Cully in Houston. You know, um, David Cully did a, I, I won't say great job. They still only won four games. Chris, but let me just, stop, did, let me just interject had, one second. Dan, what's the difference between Cully and Dan Campbell? They won three games at a tie, say, Chris. Cully won more games. He That's won more difference. games and Dan Campbell had a quarterback who went to the Super Bowl. Right. Just think about that. And Cully but, but he lost. gets fired. Right. Cully lost Deshaun Watson. Right. One of the best quarterbacks in the league. And won the same amount of games as they won last year with Deshaun Watson. So I and, and we saw it, Rob. They were playing hard at the end of the year. Everything. You remember they and ran so the Chargers the, 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 the Campbell did a good the job. I don't think Campbell should have been fired, and I don't think Cully should have been right. fired. Right. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying right. the way that you look at People go, oh, the Lions played hard right. for Dan Campbell. That's what I'm – like the spin. I will say this, Rob. I do think – I think that in Houston and even maybe in Arizona with, with Wilkes, because I don't know what his contract was, but I'm sure it was for more than one year. All right? It's so hard to implement and your I system, Christian, one oh, year. Yeah, it it's, just that, is. Not, no question. Not fair. Matt Rule said you need seven years, right? <laughs> then he said that, that. Jay Z seven years. He he wants seven. But I think that in Houston, and I I don't know that it's been spoken. I know it certainly probably hadn't been spoken with people of color around. But do you think there's some, you know what? Cully. Yeah. We gave him one year, which I think was the plan. I don't think they – there's no way they gave this guy a fair shot of being their long-term coach. But you know what? He got – how many? How much money did he get? $22 million? He got $17 million coming to him now. And I think there's some – that's the way they're justifying it. Is that it's guilt speculation. pay? Guilt? Like guilt? I, like no, they- I, I think it's – I think it's – be happy. We're giving you $22 million. Be no happy way. with that. Yeah, don't worry about you didn't get a fair shot. Don't worry about, you know, uh, you shouldn't have been fired. You got $22 million. Be happy with that. I really think there's some of that feeling in there, whether it's been spoken or not. And I, I just thought Rob G made some pretty good points, Rob. Jim Caldwell, and I've brought him up before, three of his seasons in Detroit, we're winning season, which is unheard of in Detroit. And maybe, Rob, you were there, I think, when they fired yeah. him. Yeah. Did they think, okay, he's got us, like, competitive. He's got us on the cusp. Now let's go get somebody. Instead of letting him continue to build, let's go get let, – now let's bring somebody in that can take us to the next level. No, no. You know I what it a was? white guy. It, but but what it was was friendship, not nepotism, but friendship, Chris. And and Bob Quinn was the general manager from New England. And he basically said, nine and seven ain't good enough, even though they made the playoffs, Chris. Nine and, that's what he said. 
Nine and seven ain't good enough here. That just that's good enough now. That sure does. But that (laughs) justified him firing Jim Caldwell, right? And then bringing in Matt Patricia. So he stayed. Bob Quinn was general manager for one year with, uh, um, who just said, um, with Caldwell. With Caldwell. I'm sorry. One year with Caldwell. And then he fired him and then brought in his guy, Matt Patricia. You know, he wanted to have his guy, another New England guy, a guy he knew. And that's what it really came down to. And it wasn't fair. It wasn't right. And, Chris, I got one baseball example. Uh, and, and, and you'll know this, too, because what, the, what the, one of the hottest teams in baseball, as far as records, playoffs, and whatnot, of late, is the Houston Astros. Right. But they had a black manager, Bo Porter. Chris, they stripped the team down. They brought in all kids. They took a pounding. Bo Porter's first year, they were 51 and 111. The next year, 59 and 79. And then by the time the third year, he was fired after that, you know, during that season. What happened to the Astros, Chris? They blossomed after they got the the players because they were bad. They blossomed right. into this great team. They win a World Series. We know they cheated. But they also went to the, the ALCS like four years in a row. But he, he's the one who started that team but wasn't able to reap the benefits because they didn't let him stick around long enough. Yeah, it's an interesting theory. Um, I hadn't thought about it. I don't, I don't, again, I don't think there's some conspiracy for this. They're not, they're but not it has in the room. happened. Right, I know what you're saying. It there's has no, happened. There's they're no not doubt sitting about in the room Game planning it, right? Right, right. But but it, it it is a very interesting situation, and um, it's gonna be interesting to see how this works out. We brought up Caldwell Rob, who had back to back winning seasons and was then fired by the Lions. That was in 2016, 2017. Rob, the last time before Caldwell that the Lions had back to back winning seasons was 1994, 95. Wayne Fonts, yep. Wayne Fonts. So that's like 24 years. <laughs> and, but and it wasn't good fired. enough. Right. And the only black coach in the league is Mike Tomlin, who's never had a losing season, won a Super Bowl. Is that the – like every black coach that has a job has to be that? Has to, has to never have a losing record? See how high that bar is for him? That bar is way too high, and a lot of guys – and it doesn't mean that there aren't bad white coaches and that white coaches don't get fired. We get all that. It's just the, the parameters for a black coach just don't seem to be fair. That that's It just doesn't seem to, to, to be that. Uh, and, and the opportunities just aren't there. And, 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 and that's the thing. Like, like you talked about McCown, right, a high school coach. And all I said to the guy who called in, Name the black high school coach who got, got a job in the NFL. I'll wait. Right, right. When we now, start it, seeing, when we start seeing that, Chris, then I could go. Oh, what can I say? Right. You just want fairness. You just want fairness, and you're seeing regularly guys with less experience. In McCown's case, he hadn't been hired yet, but no experience being hired white guys over black guys with a lot of experience. Had anybody heard of Joe Judge? Had he, he was a special teams coach. And no. I know so was 
was uh, John Harbaugh. Who you know obviously is is a great is, is a great coach in Boston. He comes from, come from a lineage though. His father was a coach. I'm just saying, like like right. the Harbaugh family. That was well. Their business. That's another issue is the nepotism in the NFL. You know, I, I I mean Nick Wright said today on First Things First, 14 percent of the coaches in the NFL, not just head coaches, but coaches, uh, are the result of nepotism. Like are are related to. Uh, you know, their dad or somebody was a coach, uncle, whatever. Look at Belichick's son. Yep. You know? Andy Weed had his son, two sons on staff, Chris. Yeah. And and Billy Hunter, I remember with the NBA Players Association, one of the reasons he lost his job as executive director was because they alleged nepotism. And I was like, nepotism? That's all over these professional leagues. Right. All over them. And it doesn't mean some of these sons are qualified. I'm not saying they can't get jobs if they're qualified. But we're just saying that's another, you know, situation where because of the historical racism, those running the league and the coaches of, of yesteryear were virtually all white. I always remember. And so when nepotism's a big part, that's going to be unfair as well. I think the Packers were the first team, Chris, to ever have a black head coach a black OC, and a black DC. And guess how long they got? I was about to say, I, I you don't know even that? really remember that. That was a Ray year. Rhodes. They got one year. Ray Rhodes was that coach of the Packers for one year, and he hired a black How'd DC they do? and black OC. They missed the playoffs by one game. Brett Favre had a terrible year, Chris. And I, Rob G, look it up. I think he threw 28 interceptions. Like, and, they, and they missed out to the playoffs in one game. And they wiped out all of them. That was it. Wow. All right. Uh, 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Are black NFL head coaches being used to build up bad teams only to get fired before they get to see the breakthrough? Your turn to weigh in with Chris and Rob, the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I couple live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And when you're dealing with a dead battery, go to AutoZone. It's America's number one battery destination, offering free battery services like battery testing for free and battery charging for free. So next time you are having problems with your battery, Head on over to The Zone, AutoZone, your battery solution, and the number one battery destination in these United States of America. 877-99 on Fox. Your turn to weigh in uh, more on the Brian Flores situations. Are black coaches being used to build, you know, the thinking of, hey, I hire a black coach. They can't say anything, you know, keep them for a a year or two. Yeah, yeah. And then we're ready to win. Right. And then we can get rid of him and move on. And you can't say I didn't hire, have a black coach. So is that what's going on? All right. We're throwing it out there. 
Let's kick it off with uh, Chris in Florida. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Chris? How you fellas doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. Well, uh, hopefully I I get enough time to get out what I need to say, but I got to start off by first of all saying how extremely proud and uh, how much I admire you fellas. Um, Thank um, you. Mr. Parker, you obviously don't remember me with as many people as you've helped over the years, but me and you uh, had regular contact probably about a decade back, and I had uh, two of the best, late great Stuart Scott and uh, Kevin Frazier as my minister. Um, but I, I wanted to get that out in, awesome. in saying how proud of I, I am of you fellas because Thank you're trailblazers. You. And you were speaking earlier, and you were talking about uh, how you're part of the few and select. It might have been Freddie Coleman being the only national person of color for a long time. Uh, holding down a show for a very long time before you fellas came along. My hope is that the doors keep opening up. I, I doubt it, and it, it's going to speak to and ruffle some feathers when I say this. As long as you have... Um, a strong element of uh, white males running the show, they're only going to let a select few in. Now, I used to work for the Dolphins. It's been several years ago. But if, if it weren't for a black female that helped me to get in on the lower levels, mind you, of working for that team, I wouldn't have gotten in. I wouldn't have gotten a shot. And when I tried to better myself trying to get in on the broadcast level, I was fired. Mm. So we're talking about, you know, in a very hypersensitive uh, state that we're in nowadays, 2022 or not, there is still a strong level of systematic racism that's on the broadcast level, particularly in sports. I don't care if it's the NHL, NBA. Uh, NFL, in particularly that that I can speak of without question, uh, it's going to be there. It's not going anywhere until you start having black-owned NFL teams. It's not going to change. It's just not. Well, one They're thing that let they proposed, you in, and that's going to be that, it. That Brian Flores Thanks, proposed in his lawsuit, and thank you for the call, was that the NFL put together some type of committee that's funded, Rob, that would, you know, begin to put together minority, you know, teams that could eventually, groups of people, I should say, right. that could eventually own a team or a few when teams. When one in the opens league. up, when there's a right, right opportunity. Right. Ariel in El Paso, you're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What's up? Hey, guys, how you doing? Uh, you guys are doing a great job. So I just want to you. congratulate you on that. And, uh, I uh, just want to make a quick point. Um, I mean, I couldn't believe the, and, and I know this is a national show, and you know everybody's welcome to, welcome to call. But uh, a couple of guys are denying that there's still racism in this country. And all you have to do is just look at the history of how this country was built, and you know how the wealth was built in this country. Right. You know, on the backs of uh, uh, minorities, really. Right. But uh, that 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 is the biggest problem. I think uh, people still denying that uh, there is racism in the country and people still uh, getting afraid of using that word and 
if we want to make a change, you know, we have to face the facts. And, uh, face, the, face the problem head on and, yeah, and acknowledge exactly. it, right? Can't, acknowledge can't it. Keep acting like- I want to congratulate uh, Brian Flores because uh, this is going to cost him his career. We yep. all know that. Um, but it's going to take some. It, it has to take somebody like him and to start, you know, you know, having these conversations, and uh, that's what's going to, you know, make make changes. Uh, I still remember when there wasn't a African American quarterback, and now we have a couple more, right? And uh, yep. so eventually, eventually, change hopefully is going to happen, and um, that's it. You know, you guys do a really, really good job. Thanks, Thanks. Ariel. We Thanks. appreciate you in El Paso. Thank you. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Our next guest, uh, former Pro Bowl cornerback in the NFL, now the founder of NNJ. Uh, it is the first African-American-owned search firm that aims to end bias in sports hiring. So, not who better to talk to right now yes. than James Hasty? James, welcome to the Odd Couple, brother. What's happening? Hey, man, thanks for having me on, fellas. I appreciate it. Unfortunately, we got to have to have this conversation under these circumstances, but it's good to hear from you guys. Right now, now let's get. We I want to get. We want to get obviously to your opinion on what's going on with uh, Brian Flores in this lawsuit. But first, quickly explain to us. Like you said, your firm is uh, NNJ Consulting, and it aims to end racial disparities or racism in hiring. Tell us how quickly, if you can, how your company seeks to do that. It's a mayor-based uh, database we've constructed, and we've created an algorithm that allows us to go in and grade the coaches based on their coaching experience of where they've been and how successful they've been and what positions did they coach and we're able to uh, associate a grade with that. Uh, the flip side to that is there's also a, uh, a, a human element to it, right? So if someone says, well, it's not all about numbers, it's all, not all about algorithms, where well, we're able to examine, or Dr. Stephen Kirton, should I say, develop a tool where it allows him to examine conversations that people may share in terms of what they deem important, particularly when it comes to hiring a coach. And based on how those candidates have interviewed of, and to, talking about the similar topics, you're able to grade them in terms of how closely they're aligned in terms of methodology or ideology. Interesting. All yeah. right. Um, go ahead, Rob. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, how surprised are you uh, where we are and not about what's happened with the lack of black coaches? We just talked about it. Major League Baseball has more black managers than the NFL has black coaches, which is all you need to know. But um, – that Brian would take on this courageous fight, which will probably cost him his, uh, you know, NFL coaching career. As a former player, what do you what do you think of Brian and and what he's doing? Well, first of all, let me just tell you that I did reach out to Brian and and, and tell him, man, I, I appreciate your courage and your strength in this time uh, right now, and he responded in a very positive way as well. So, you know, Brian and I have stayed in contact throughout this process. As a former, play, as a former player, I'm sickened by what Stephen Ross is accused of, right? right. Uh, it, it, it's reprehensible. There, there's no place in our game for it. Uh, but as a player who's played a long time in the league, it, it just hurts me, man, to see that we can't figure out 
how to develop a system that basically eliminates the owners from being in charge of this responsibility of selecting the candidates and allowing someone else to come in and say, hey, here's the top people that we all know and understand, and here's a system that we are able to use to identify them. It's not that hard, Rob. It's really not. No, it shouldn't be. Well, your you look, your system sounds great and it sounds fair, but it also like <sighs> implies, I don't know if that's the right word, but that the owners will just, you know, do it fairly. And it doesn't look like they're interested in necessarily doing this fairly. Uh, you look at the Houston Texans. One of their leading candidates is Josh McCown, who has no head coaching, no coaching period experience at the pro or college level. He's a quarterback's coach in high school. And yet he now is a front runner for the Houston Texans job. Josh McDaniels, 11 and 17 with Denver, caught cheating and fined by the league for yep. videotaping 49ers practices. Walked out on the Indianapolis Colts job after you remember that he left him at the years altar. ago. Yeah, like so. He yet he was hired by the Raiders. How much of you, you know what I mean? I, I you've presented something that seems to take color out of the equation, but it doesn't seem like the owners are really willing to do that. And and I I will say this until everyone stops saying that the owners need to fix this, it's not going to get fixed. So, but let's who, so who's going to – so what are you saying, we, like have an objective committee that makes these hires for teams? There we go. There we go. That's all we're talking about, Chris. we got to put some sort of oversight committee in place. That's what we have to do. But we all know where the, how this thing is going to play out. They're gonna, they have the money. They have the, the lawyers. They're going to stress this thing out to, as long as they need to. It's, it's, it's going to take an oversight committee of some type that's going to sit down, have a system in place that allows them to, how to evaluate the candidates fairly quickly that everybody can agree on because you can't expect a billionaire to know the game of football. They just don't. Oh, yeah, right, right. But that's why a they lot of don't. them get the, they buy the teams so they can play fantasy football. Look at Jerry right. Jones. And they can yeah. take those guys to their country clubs yep. and show them off right. and hang out. Like that, that, That's who they want. Hey, listen, you know, we, we had uh, Dr. Kirtan interview Hugh Jackson for the research that he did, right? And Hugh Jackson said what he's been he's saying right now back a few months ago to us. This there ain't new to us. I, I, right. This is not the first time I've heard this. Well, I've heard have this you, before from Hugh Jackson. Have you gotten any traction or pushback uh, as you've tried to get this, this going in the league? Now, I'm going to tell you something. Chris, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to keep it 100. I have given every ounce of patience that I could give to the league office and to Rod Graves with the first part of the line, and I have very little left because all we continue to have is pushback and changing of the narrative from Troy Vincent and Rod Graves. And until these dudes decide what's, where, they, where they're going to position themselves. And I'm not just talking about statements. I'm talking about actual things that are relevant to what we're trying to get accomplished. Let's stop with the releasing of statements and let's do something. What's the pushback? Because I think some people would say, well, an owner, they own the team. 
they should be able to hire who they but, want. But wait a minute, Chris. Let me let me just jump in right real quick, okay? With that whole they own a team, they should be able to do whatever they want. What did Daniel Schneider say for ten years? I'll never change Washington's name, right? Over right. my dead body. Do you remember that? Yep. It got changed. changed. Right. It got changed. He owns the team, Chris. It got changed. Why? Because people Public stopped. outcry. Yes, and people, the, 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 the sponsors stopped doing business with him. They threatened him to stop me, doing business with them. So owners can own teams, but people can apply pressure oh, to yeah, make changes. Course. Absolutely. James, you know, do you think and, and that's if, what Brian has done. That's what Brian's the hero, right? And obviously, and it's going to be a hero for year, many years to come because of his courage and stepping up and doing this. Because we know the end game is they have the money to stretch this thing out forever, right? But it, it, it's still a rallying moment for everybody to get behind what Brian has created here. And in, in, in defense of what Brian is also doing, I can tell you, man, that we have called these owners. We have emailed these general managers. I have been on the phone with these people. And, man, I've given these people more than enough information on why they should interview. Here's six different individuals, three general manager candidates. Here's four head coaching candidates. And, and some of this stuff doesn't even get responded to. Well, let, let me ask you this, James, because there are firms, and you know this, that do what you, well. You may be proposing something above that, but there are firms that, like, when a team wants to hire a coach, in the NFL, the NBA, probably in baseball as well, and they go to a search firm, and the firm brings them candidates. You know what I'm talking about. Houston did it with David Culley. That's how they got David Culley and all that, right? right. And do is that um, what you're proposing and to these teams, I know you're kind of going above that, but is that part of what you're proposing at least? And they're not interested in hearing from you. And do you know anything about the racial makeup of the other firms that they are using? Well, I can tell you that there's no other firm in this space that has an athletic background in sports, obviously. All right. right. And then also there's no one in these firms that – uh, know the game of football. Right. And they don't I, know the game I of football. I believe that because it's the same thing in basketball. Yeah. Yeah, now corporate America, they're great, but when we're talking about football, right. you, you can't, there's, there's nowhere to go to find someone that can help you do that but us. Hey, we're the well, only ones. Go ahead, Rob. We appreciate it. No, I was going to say we appreciate, we appreciate yeah. all that. Hey, one last thing, James, uh, real quick. Shannon Sharp's always talking trash or whatever. Did he did he, did he dominate you or did you dominate Shannon Sharp? <laughs> uh, I'm not. That's my friend, man. Shay's my man. I got nothing but respect words, for him. He, he knows we had me. We had some. <laughs> wait, hold on. We had some good battles. Now let's okay. put it that way. I'll add something else to that, Rob. You will not find a clip on any NFL film of him beating me. <laughs> All right, there you go. I just wanted okay. to know, James. All right. I wanted to know. All right, my All right, man. James, good luck with what you're doing, man. We appreciate Thanks, you. Thanks, man. Yep. All right, that's James Hasty. Remember, he was a good player. Rob made two Pro Bowls. No, I remember James. Yeah, James I remember him too. And, and what he's doing sounds great. At the very least, Rob, it should be used, whether you give them the final authority, right, 
to hire the coach. At the very least, it seems like it's something that could aid. It's data, these teams. Chris. What's yeah, wrong exactly. with looking at data? At, at exactly at the very least, it should be a, a part of the process. It, it seems like it's a great idea, and it's a former player, right? Right. So, all right, uh, last segment of the Odd Couple. You know what to do. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of the Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The uh uh-ohs are out there. Scratches, dents, unexpected natural events. But with Mako and their magic, your car is no longer tragic. So when life throws you uh uh-ohs, just say, Better get Mako. And go to Mako.com to book your appointment today. You know what time it is when you hear Kanye trying to sing. Don't sound good, but I like the spirit. Pouring it out to the Lord on a worship Wednesday. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. The Odd Couple wrapping up a uh, a different type of show. You know, serious conversation. Extra calls from you guys. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate all your comments. Whether you, uh, you know, agree with agree us or with not. Us, disagree with us. Yep. It's all good. Uh, what kind of Absolutely. world would it be in, Chris, if we all agreed? I just Right. It really wouldn't be any kind of... Uh, world and people have ideas everybody sees things differently it's great to exchange ideas i think we should always remember that when yep. I, I remember you know i wasn't the ideology or whatever of rush limbaugh but i listened to his show chris i'd like to hear different ways of thinking Viewpoint. do you know what i mean right. like I, yep. I wouldn't be like oh well I, i'm not i'm not with i, I don't agree with rush the late rush right. limbaugh but I'm not listening to a show. I used to listen. I want to hear well, it all. I want to learn it all. I think, Rob, that's a great point. Um, and I think that's one of our problems today as a country is that most people, because now you got news networks that will give you just all that opinion lean about one way one or the side. other. Right. Totally. Right. Totally right. leaning left, totally leaning right. And if you are in one of those camps, left wing, right wing, whatever, you can literally just watch news all day that is catering to your point of view, not sharing anything from the other side. And you can think that that's the the total truth and nothing but. And not even know what the other side thinks. And and, and then it's so polarized in the day, Rob. I, I that people can't Chris, have discussions anymore without getting too emotional and triggered and and want to fight and cry and you know so now you can't even have these discussions and you, and you so, know what's yeah. crazy I remember a story I read where after maybe it was after Trump lost the election or what was it or like it was an election maybe it wasn't it was a, a but but the the spin or all the talk. On you know on on the Fox network was about that the Republican guy I don't think no, it might not even been Trump was going to win right like that was like if you watch Chris you were just saying you watch and you just watch and they're preaching to you telling right. you and then it doesn't happen you know because you weren't really given an honest look at what the was well, happening in uh, the election when that definitely happened was when Trump won. Yeah, maybe that was CNN. CNN was, I mean, all their polls and everything was leading you to believe he didn't have a chance. And I just on gut instinct thought, he got a chance. He might win. I I was thinking he really might win. 
even though CNN kept saying, no, he's not, he doesn't have a chance. And then remember, they they had to eat crow. Right. You know, it's like, what was wrong with your polls? Well, what was wrong with them was that they, they weren't honest. And the, and the same thing happened. I remember actually uh, Fox called for the Democratic. Oh, it was with Obama, the second election, Chris. That's what it was, the second election. Second, His second, his second uh, term. term. Yeah. Yep. And, and Fox called Ohio for Obama with like 2% of the precincts. In or three percent of the pre- so they were like mad. No, you can't give Ohio like like what are you talking about? And they're like, we already know what's coming in. We know what districts. We know where the black community is. You know, like they know it. This is their business, right? They're like, there's no way he's going to be able to make up that ground in order to be. And and they were right, but but people yeah. didn't want to hear that because they wanted to hear what they wanted to hear. So the the whole lesson of this is open up your mind, listen to different sides. And then right. you can make a fair, uh, you can make a, a, a wiser decision on where you are, Chris, if you can hear everything. That's all. Nah, that's well said. That's well said, man. And so this is obviously going to be a story for a long time, Rob. And, and you know, the James Hasty was saying this is going to drag out. The league's going to really drag this thing out. Who knows how long this might last, right? But um, hopefully there's fair. Hopefully fairness reigns. We we say that all the time. It was Deshaun Watson, it was uh, Trevor Bauer, right? We say yep. we want justice to reign, and that's the same thing in this case. We want fairness, fairness and a meritocracy and when it yes. comes to coaching and front office hirings in the NFL and all these leagues. All right, we hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you tomorrow. Peace.